And good morning. We're here on Connect FM and again hanging out with our wonderful friends from Trinity Chapel Church with their show. This is my story with Reverend Charlene Laver. Good morning. Good morning, Brittany. We are experiencing a very, very special moment. It's a very serious message today. And I am praying that everyone's heart and mind is opened wide to hearing what the Lord has to say to them today and that they will be changed by the message forever. Let us begin. Good Friday morning, City of Du Bois and surrounding communities. I am Charlene Laver, pastor of Trinity Chapel Du Bois, inviting you to journey along with me with a message on Present Yourself. My only request is that you would agree to allow your hearts to be enlarged, challenged, transformed by the renewing of your mind. Oh, and I have a warning. LOL. This is a message very close to my heart. So please bear with me as I share my deepest feelings. Often I feel God's love and touch that moves me to the very heart of me. I often feel emotional when I am touched by God when I share my story. So let us get started. As I faced my maker at the last judgment, I knelt before the Lord along with all the other souls. Before each of us laid our lives like the squares of a quilt in many piles, an angel sat before each of us sewing our quilt squares together into a tapestry that is our life. But as my angel took each piece of cloth off the pile, I noticed how ragged and empty each of my squares was. They were filled with giant holes. Each square was labeled with a part of my life that had been difficult. The challenges and temptations I was faced with in everyday life. I saw hardships that I endured, which were the largest holes of all. I glanced around me. It seemed no one else had such squares. Other than a tiny hole here and there, I noticed that the other tapestries were filled with rich color and the bright hues of good fortune. I gazed upon my own life and was disheartened. My angel was sewing the ragged pieces of cloth together, threadbare and empty, like binding air. Finally, the time came when each life was to be displayed, held up to the light, the scrutiny of truth. The others rose, each in turn, holding up their tapestries, so filled their lives had been. My angel looked upon me and nodded for me to rise. My gaze dropped to the ground in shame. I had love in my life and laughter, but there had also been trials of illness, 
and wealth and false accusations that took from me my world as I knew it. I had to start over many times. I often struggled with a temptation to quit, only to somehow muster the strength to pick up and begin again. I spent many nights on my knees in prayer, asking for help and guidance in my life. I had often been held up to ridicule, which I endured painfully, each time offering it up to the Father in hopes that I would not melt within my skin beneath the judgment gaze of those who unfairly judged me. And now I had to face the truth. My life was what it was, and I had to accept it for what it was. I rose and slowly lifted the combined squares of my life to the light. An awe-filled gasp filled the air. I gazed around at the others who stared at me with wide eyes. Then I looked upon the tapestry before me. Light flooded the many holes, creating an image, the face of Christ. Then our Lord stood before me with warmth and love in his eyes. He said, every time you gave over your life to me, it became my life, my struggles, and my hardships. Each point of light in your life is when you grew to trust and let me shine through until there was more of me than there was of you. Listeners, I'm going to ask you a few questions. How many have experienced hard places in your lives? Please take a moment to give this some thought. Right here, right now. Okay, take a deep breath. Next question. How many have experienced good places in your lives? Again, take a moment to give this some thought. Are you still smiling? So I guess we could say that this quilt story ultimately has a happy ending using the scripture we have all come to know and quote many times. 
Romans 8, 28. We know all things work together for good for those who love God and who are called according to his purpose. We could conclude that this is the purpose or point of this story. Therefore, I could say, Amen, and end the podcast. But we all know that's not going to happen. Putting all kidding aside, I believe both this story and the scripture calls us to go further than the need to make a point or to come to understanding of how God uses both our good and difficult situations. Actually, if you had listened carefully to the quilt story, there is an action taken by the one who is telling her story. She presents herself before the light and others. She surrenders herself completely and wholly before the righteous judge. Imagine one day standing before the righteous judge of the universe who knows every action, thought, and motive. One day, this will become the reality for all those who have ever lived. The Son of God is that judge because the Father committed all judgment to him. From John 5, 22. He will judge the world with righteousness and the people with equity, Psalm 98, 9. His father gave him full authority as the judge. He incorporates an equal standard in every ruling. It is important to note that the word of God stands as the standard by which all truth is judged. The Lord Jesus Christ remains the righteous judge by which all is judged. Listen to the Apostle Paul as he too calls us to exemplify her actions as one who presents herself with these words. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to present your bodies, all of you, every part of you, to be a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, which is your reasonable service. The NIV translates reasonable service as... This is your true, proper worship. Romans 12, 1. Some may conclude this verse gives meaning to differing thoughts. For some, it is taken literally to mean martyrdom, offering oneself as a living sacrifice. Still others, it means making your offering by doing it on your own apart from God, such as, When I get my life right, then I can give myself as a holy sacrifice acceptable to God. In truth, it is an action of trust and faith, offering yourself to Jesus, 
who is our Redeemer and strength. Jesus calls us to step up to the plate, so to speak, and take action. So my last question to you is, will you? Will you present yourself? Can you hear his voice calling you? The Lord is calling out to you on this day. Present yourself before the light. It is written in the Bible 365 times that the Lord spoke these words. Do not be afraid. Take action and offer yourself completely. What might that sound like? For John the Baptist, it sounds like this. He, Jesus, must increase, and I must decrease. John 3, 30. For me, it is an image, or perhaps symbolic, of the quilt story. It looks like, for me, crackled glass. What? How? You must be saying to yourself, allow me to share my experience. A question was asked of me quite some time ago. If you were to describe yourself, what would be your response? To be honest, I really didn't know. I began to pray about it, and I continued to ask God how he saw me. One day, while I was walking through the Dubois Mall, the Lord drew my attention to a glass piece in a storefront window. It was a cylinder about 12 inches high and about 6 inches in diameter, and it held a brass candle holder to place a candle on in the center. I heard the Lord say, That's you. My story is very much, as I said earlier in the podcast, similar to the story of the quilt. I, too, have been wounded. I, too, have been broken to the point of shattering. I have experienced scars so deep that I felt certain my pain and sorrow was beyond the possibility of healing. But instead of pieces of quilted material, I was the epitome of nothing more than shattered, broken glass with pieces lying everywhere. I was certain that I, like Humpty Dumpty, could never be put back together again. And I would always be a broken, scarred, unwanted, and unlovable tragedy of a human being. But God. He called out to me in the night hour. I heard his still small voice 
whispering into my heart, Charlene, present yourself. Present yourself as a living sacrifice. I was so desperate that I fell down to the floor with my face buried in the rug, crying out, Save me, Lord. Please put me back together. Not as I was, but better. Please, I want to know you more and be a light for you. When I arose, I knew Jesus touched me. I was reminded of the song, He touched me. He touched me. Oh, he touched me. And oh, what joy that floods my soul. Something happened, and now I know. He touched me and made me whole. Having purchased the crackle glass and desiring to light the candle inside the cylinder, to my amazement, when I lit it, It was breathtaking. Oh, my heart. It was my brokenness and the miracle of God's hand to heal and restore me that I discovered I was more beautiful because of my trials and hardships. In fact, they were the reason for such beauty as the light burst through the many shattered pieces held together by the cement of God's love, and now I am whole, restored, sanctified, and redeemed. I am a living, breathing promise that the Apostle Paul speaks in Romans 8, 28. We know all things work together for good for those who love God and who are called according to his purpose. Allow me to remind you, Paul too had his share of crackle glass moments. Paul shares his story using these words. We are hard pressed on every side but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake so that his life may also be revealed in our mortal body. So then death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. Listening to Paul's journey once again, I hear the Spirit whisper into my spirit, soul, and body, Charlene, present yourself as a living sacrifice. Be the light in the darkness so that life will have its way in others. Can you hear Paul's heart cry? Can you too be moved by Paul's words? For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that his life may also be revealed in our mortal body. So then death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. For you see, he, Jesus, uses all of us, every part of us. 
We are the crackled glass. Jesus is the sustainer and redeemer who holds our lives together, both the good and the hard. Jesus is the light that shines through for all to gasp, who takes one's breath away. For the glory of his face shines in our crackled lives. My brothers and sisters in Christ, present yourself. Present yourself as a living sacrifice, holy because he is holy and acceptable through him. Your life is true worship when you have put into action both trust and faith, offering yourself to Jesus. Then our Lord stood before me with warmth and love in his eyes. And he said, Every time you gave over your life to me, it became my life, my hardships, my struggles. Each point of light in your life is when you grew to trust me and let me shine through until there was more of me than there was of you. Amen. Please allow the remaining time allotted to you to listen for our Lord's still small voice to call out to you. Present yourself, present yourself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your true worship. Give it all to him in the quiet of your heart. Bow before him and be touched with a miracle made new in Christ Jesus.